0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Leadership Void podcast. I'm Enrique with my co-host, Vince, bringing you the best in our veteran military spouse and first responder community, and Vince will introduce today's guest.
1: Uh, Thanks, Enrique. I'm so excited today. Tiana Pantovich. guess what? We have her here today in the building, as they say virtually, that is, but (laughs) she is the founder from Vets by HBCU, all the way from the... Washington, D.C. She's also a licensed mental health professional in the state of Maryland. We're so excited to have you on the show. Tiana, plus just some great things you're doing in the the community. We want to hear all about that. But first, tell us a little bit about you.
2: Well, buenos dias. My name is Tiana Pantovich. I'm a therapist, as I've said. I specialize in anxiety, depression, grief, mental health disorders such as mood disorders, personality disorders, substance use and trauma. Um, I'm a veteran myself, an army veteran that experienced quite a bit myself. I was involved in an uh, Inspector General case out of the Pentagon investigating the conditions at Fort Hood, rest in peace Vanessa Gillen. Um, So involved in quite a bit of social change in uh, the community while I was in the military. Now that I'm outside of the military, still involved in uh, community activism, ensuring that conditions are better for veterans and active duty as well spouses Uh, children. um, I'm still an advocate. So that's, that's the core of me.
0: And we love the fact that you served in the Army. You're a linguist. Not only have you done that part to service the nation, but now you're serving your local community. We really appreciate the work you're doing in this specific area where a lot of people need attention and you're providing that. So tell us a little bit more about Vets by HBCU.
2: So, you know, Vets for HBCU supports the military connected community on HBCU campuses across the nation. We do that through education, outreach, wellness, resources, workshops, or fireside tea chats, and of course, advocacy, as I mentioned. We're really, you know, on a mission to engage the military connected community, which is often forgotten at HBCUs. Um, which are historically black colleges and universities, for those that don't know, as well as minority-serving institutions, which we would call MSIs, or Hispanic-serving institutions, which we would call HSIs. Um, Oftentimes, it's not those universities that are engaged as much as some of the larger, uh, predominantly white institutions, which are PWIs. I'm an alumna of four institutions, I have four college degrees, And I see how one institution, the University of Michigan, is incredibly engaged in so many things, um, always involved, always invited. And the Mecca, where I went to graduate school at, the most prestigious HBCU in the world, was suspended by the VA while I was studying there. And so just that drastic difference Vets for HBCU was born through that trauma. Um, And so in order to ensure that this isn't happening to the next generation of military-affiliated students, staff, and faculty, of course, at HBCUs, we're gonna offer these workshops, the coaching, the mentoring, the wellness, the mental health focus, um, the valuable introductions that allow networking to happen for opportunities, for jobs, for internships, the connections to the career fairs that we're going to host or maybe other folks are hosting that we could pass the information on um just the other tangible benefits for the niche community we understand this is a niche community but still over a dozen you know tens of thousands of of individuals do choose to study at hpcs after service or with their um um military affiliated family members VA benefits so with the driving goal of improving that cultural and academic experience for the military affiliated community at HBCUs we're really striving to forge the connection across the veteran space every day
1: wow <laughs> it's phenomenal what you're doing you know through trauma came the birth of this great organization this great opportunity have magnifying the opportunities for vets and those individuals to understand more about what it's gonna take to be part of the mighty, the the small, but the mighty HBCUs in minority colleges and universities. So thank you for all you do there. Um, love to hear uh, from you, anything about entrepreneurship challenges or lessons learned you love to share with our audience or um, how you continue to give back in the community.
2: Yeah. You know, in order to give back to the community that's given so much to me that nurtured me when I was a feeble seedling, weathered by the storm of my school being suspended, my BAH stopping, trying to regrow and rebirth into the civilian world as a new young veteran, a young veteran with PTSD, the intensity of the trauma that I had. I was trying to connect with people, um, you know, and it was difficult. And so those that I did connect with provided me with such valuable resources that changed my life, that allowed for success. I'm grateful that I chose to do that um, because ultimately it is the individual's decision to capitalize on the resources. But I really try to connect people to similar or better resources than I was connected to a lot of the opportunities I was presented with, along with you know the way they came, which was through the advisement, sometimes of a p- pivotal person in my life. Um, if you know vets by HBCU, not not even Tiana Pantovich, the social worker, but if vets by HBCU can be that pivotal piece of advice, if our monthly newsletter that has the link to the application of the one year. $50,000 fellowship, and that newsletter goes to a random spouse that's sad that their partner is at NTC training on just a random day. And that newsletter is the reason that spouse clicks that link that day to apply to that $50,000 randomly, and they get it. That's something that we can say we had touched change the process to success, hopefully generational wealth, educational prowess, all of it, even if it's just money and a resume paragraph, you know, I can see the tangible positive impacts that that's by HBCU tries to make week after week. And we do things that were done for me in different capacities throughout my own journey.
0: It's so important to give back. And it seems like you've taken all those opportunities that were given to you and now you're pushing them forward thank you for that so many people don't look back once they get something and i'm happy that you and vets by hbcu are doing that now you mentioned earlier maybe events that you would host so what's on the horizon for vets by hbcu so what's on the
2: horizon for vets by hbcu i Love that question. I get excited about the dreams I'm a Pisces. I'm a big dreamer. Um, so we're gonna continue to host our fireside tea chats on the first Friday of every month, 5.30 Eastern. Um, just a comfortable space. We put a fire on the screen. Folks come to ask questions. Um, it's really important to have that space. So folks can ask the questions that they're often hearing the I don't knows to. We'll do a meditation together. We'll talk about the experience a lot of us share. For some folks, the first fireside teach that is is like, wow, people 10 states away are having a similar experience to me way over here. And it's not a formal space as someone with experience as a group therapist. My only task is to make sure people start with the story and not the backstory, because, you know, us veterans like to start with the whole story back when the recruiter got us. So um, really just hosting the space for the military affiliated HBCU students and um, ensuring it's a safe space to share the stories. And receive the valuable information. So it not be a formal um, going through the slide space, really, like I said, put a fire on the screen. And it's a more casual space of getting information uh, versus a talking at. We're working on some direct internships, job pipelines, whether that be having a large company come to a campus, which we're actively working on right now, or Or doing a hiring fair and uh, folks are, you know, leaving those events with a job or direct emailing the school certifying official and saying, hey, this is an opportunity. It may be valuable to your students. Would you mind sending it through your lists or oftentimes folks like, yeah, this is incredible. Thanks for sending it. It just went out. And we know the numbers of students that are at each school using TI Benefits. And so we know it goes out to hundreds, sometimes thousands. Um, if we're sending it out to our entire network, it's 12,000. So we also wanna make sure we're working hard on Capitol Hill to advocate for those 12,000 for the policy changes that's gonna create the positive changes for the lives of those 12,000 military affiliated students at HBCUs across the nation. Not only that, the spouses, the teachers, the faculty, the folks that did 20 years and then decided to do 20 years at an HPCU. We're gonna be working closely with folks um, directly, one-on-one, we have so many one-on-ones, you can book us for a, a policy one-on-one, a mentoring one-on-one, resume writing work one-on-one. Um, and then we'll be working closely with the 118th, our policy guru, Michael, doing an incredible job, making sure we're up to date on the policies, uh, uh, resolutions that are coming out every day. So staying on top of things, making sure we're doing the best that we can is the best that we can do.
1: No, absolutely. I'm hearing a lot of great things out of this holistic organization that you have created, you know, advocacy, Mm -hmm. employment, you know, resources, fire chats. Uh, Obviously, it's a great resource to have. Even if you're talking your story or backstory, just come to the to the meeting right on Friday at five thirty. It's great stuff. Right,
2: correct, correct. Yeah. We might let a little backstory sneak in every once in a while.
1: It's so good because to your earlier point, it's about the rebirth and regrowing yourself. So it's also an opportunity to be here uh, and you know with brothers and sisters of arms to share. So I definitely appreciate everything you're doing. So let's transition, talk a little bit about leadership. Uh, Again, the four degrees are are really impeccable and great to have. And know exactly what additional do you do to enhance your skill set to thrive in your professional life?
2: Right. So I do try to stay in school. I have four college degrees, as we mentioned, at this point in time, and I'm currently applying for more graduate level education. The tabs are up. Um, I consider myself a lifelong learner, though. I think that contributes to sharpening and improving all skills and then allowing me to acquire skills that I may not have yet, that I could acquire rather than settling for the skills I have, saying they're good and being determined to sharpen those. You know, Einstein's brain was not larger in mass or bigger in general. It had more wrinkles indicating more imprinting of experiences and knowledge so i would like to continue adding wrinkles to my brain if i could so through education through these experiences
0: and we all know that are on this podcast right now how important education is we are also lifelong learners and we thrive on the information and upskilling if you will of the things that we already have in order to become relevant to the time, and it's so important as leaders to do that. So you'll be listening, try to upskill, try to get more education. We definitely are advocates for that. Now, as you were growing in your service in the, in the Army, as you was growing uh, now as a, a veteran, getting educated, and now as a business owner, what advice did you receive that you would like to pass on to an emerging leader today?
2: you got to do it. There's this like energy of like kind of simply doing it, but that's not it. Get the fire under your booty and you've got to do it. Understand that you've got to do it. Um, That's the most important thing. I I I understood at one point I had to do this. I had to do this or the next person was gonna go through uh, a program that was not approved, lose their BAH, the next and the next and the next. So I think that the advice I would give to listeners that are thinking about doing the thing, you've got to do the thing. You've got to do it. You've got to do it.
1: And that's a mic drop right there. You know, (laughs) just do it. Kind of like, you know, hashtag Nike. But, you know, continue forward because you never know uh what's in store for you do by doing so and take it that courageous step because sometimes people like to wait for the person on the left person on the right or person behind but it's the person right in front of you that which is you right so yeah. got to do it great advice as we hear today Tiana. Yeah. <laughs> love it
2: Truly, i mean i really want to um add on that that while i was going through the turmoil of uh What I was going to do, what am I going to do? I'm not receiving my BH suddenly, what am I going to do? And then you still got to brush your teeth in the morning and look in the mirror and then, you know, make breakfast and then maybe go do something with your face and then look in the mirror. And, and you keep asking, what am I going to do? But you keep revisiting that space in the mirror when you're looking at yourself. and so ultimately, yeah, you look at yourself and you say, so what are you going to do? And I take that into the therapy space as a therapist. A lot of times folks will have anxiety about losing jobs. You know, what am I going to do if I lose my job? What are you going to do? Right. You go through it.
1: <laughs> you have to definitely have some reflection, some introspection there. Uh, but there's always civil lining. So as you said, push forward and take this, take the leap. Love to hear that. Now, going through your journey, as you mentioned early on, either military or entrepreneur, uh, any great mes- messages as far as leadership aha moments you'd like to share with our audience today?
2: Um, that oneself self can be the leader. I think you had alluded to that, that we're looking around for the person to lead us out but um, the strengths within us to walk out of the mud. Um, Don't always need someone to throw us the line um, when really we have the strength and it might take strategy rather than just brute force of struggling through it. It might take strategy. Um, So I think there's uh, value in understanding that there's a leader in all of us, whether that be a behind the scenes leader um, or front stage, right? Like let's think of a Broadway show. We still need leaders in backstage we still need leaders in front of stage as well, but there's leaders in all realms. Um, So I think understanding that oneself can be a leader.
0: Talking about strategies and times of change, times of challenge, I'm sure that loss of a certification for a university caused, uh, and it did cause for you a time of change and a time of challenge. So how do you strategize around those times?
2: So personally, um, I just let myself feel the emotions, as I've mentioned, I'm a Pisces. I understand, um, that those times are going to be difficult. It is going to rain. Um, it is going to be muddy. Uh, when you get that concept that in 365 days a year, you're going to experience some mud, um, I understand that. So I allow myself to experience those. Mets by HBCU really takes that perspective as well. We do a good job talking about it as a team. We do a good job allowing folks to experience the emotions. If we've got a really intense uh, meeting coming up on the Hill or um, something like a podcast coming up, we chat about it. And then, you know, apologizing if mistakes happen because they do. Right. We're all human, even as the founder, Um, even as what would say um, the front face. I also make mistakes. And so I I can go back to my team, um, say, I'm so sorry, passionately and say, I'll order you a pizza. And we do those things. Uh, We take a human first approach. uh, That's why HBCU always taking care of our people, because first we have to do that. Um, our people are who do the work, who in, and in turn benefit our people in the larger community. So if we take care of our people within the org, our people can take care of our people in the community, so we take better care of each other.
1: Absolutely. It's definitely that ripple effect, right? It, it starts with number one, yourself. You know, take care and have ownership of your emotions, as I heard you say, Tiana, yeah. and definitely yeah. take care of your tribe, either with pizza or with accolades or with gratitude, because they're going to take care of the community. <laughs> so, love that. And for folks listening in and want to know more, how to get a hold of you, Tiana, how did it do so by either getting a hold of you or vets by HBCU?
2: Sure. Um, so getting a hold of me directly is super easy. All of our emails are just first name at vetsbyhpcu.org. So mine would be Tiana at vetsbyhpcu.org. Um, Tango, India, Alpha, Hotel, November, Alpha at vetsbyhbcu.org. Um, and, you know, if you're trying to work with our policy guy, Michael at vetsbyhpcu.org, if you don't really kind of know who you want to work with, info at vetsbyhbcu.org and then um, ultimately our website vetsbyhbcu.org just check us out book us one-on-one you want a mentor let's do it you want to talk about your dreams where your career is taking you uh, transitioning out of the service you are not even sure if you can use your gi bill benefits at an hbcu let's talk about it so we're here for you i think just getting in touch is the thing to do
0: Absolutely. And folks, we're going to have that as part of the video and show notes for you to be able to get a hold of Tiana or the company. It has been an amazing chat here. And folks, if you want to get a hold of us at the Leadership Void podcast, the leadershipvoid at gmail.com is where you'll send that correspondence. If you'd like to hear a specific topic in leadership for Vince and I to cover or a guest, please send the correspondence there and we'll. Uh, sift through that and see what we can do.
1: Yes, but today it was all about the rebirth or regrowth, you know, of Miss Tiana. So thank you for being on the show. And we also want to thank our sponsors, Triple Nickel, VEI, and Favob. But Tiana, again, Godspeed. I hope all is well and continue being that great Pisces you are and move forward with your great company.
2: Thank you. All positive vibes. Thank you so much. Thank you on behalf of Vets by HBCU. Have a blessed day.